Hello and welcome to India Career Center, the one-stop podcast for students, professionals, parents and guardians. In every episode, we will try to deal with a current topic that needs expert advice related to career, career guidance and career mentoring. Please welcome your host Dr. S.P. Mishra to the show and happy listening. Welcome, uh, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode on India Career Center. Uh, today, we are going to talk about a very important topic, uh, which is about the future of work. A lot of new changes are trending in the future of work. The Some of the trends which I would like to just enlist here are, you know, the jobs are not anymore role-based, but they are now becoming skill-based. Jobs are becoming more modular. Jobs are becoming more contractual, so which means that the, the future uh, younger people probably need to learn about how to manage uh, contracts and projects. And since the uh, younger generation might see the jobs as contracts and projects, they might also need to understand the importance of entrepreneurship. The concept of hybrid working or working from anywhere is becoming a real thing now. It is already happening in most of the knowledge industries. Machine learning, automation, AI, and uh, all that is already you know, taking away a lot of uh, the conventional and repetitive jobs. Humans are now really uh, forced to really think and search for new problems. I think those are the things which is broadly happening on the front of uh, the work as a concept. And on the organization side also, there are a lot of changes happening. Today, the organizations have to really uh, define as to why the employees should work for the organization. It's not really the purpose of why the employees want to work. It's the other way around. So which means that organizations have to give purposeful employment to, to the employees. Diversity, equality and inclusiveness. These are the three concepts which are very important for organizations to remain uh, you know, sustainable for a long, long period of time. And uh, the organizations now will take uh, work to places where pool of talent is available. I mean, it's uh, the concept of getting people to work for the organization is slowly diminishing. The concept of environment, social and governance, ESG, is something which is uh, taking a big step forward. Each and every organization have to really focus on how to reduce the carbon print, less carbon emission uh, entity. So all these new things are happening on the work and uh, organization front. And uh, to discuss about how these are going to shape our future, not just for India, but uh, across the world, we have today Mr. Naveen Badri Narayan, who is the director of research and uh, product from Dhea. Mr. Naveen is one of the most important uh, management team member in there. I would like to welcome Mr. Naveen to this talk today. And thank you so much for uh, joining us today to talk about this important topic. Uh, I would first of all request you to talk about your early life and your your career, how you have transformed yourself into the current role. Uh, welcome once again. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Mishra, for inviting me for this uh, wonderful session. I'm really honored. Uh, so to for the audience here, uh, you know, I'm uh, just a 
normal person like anyone else uh, my name is uh, navin badina and of course i have served in the, the navy i uh, was a uh, uh, no, i'm a i've retired from the navy in 2014 i took premature retirement so if you ask my journey uh, you know my young life uh, was a pretty normal life i was an academic kid and uh, as uh, you know most of the kids nowadays uh, i was also running behind the uh, engineering bandwagon trying to prepare for iit and uh, trying to get through the entrance exam and all that and come 10th standard i had started in those days we only had the uh, brilliant tutorials and you know the agarwal classes there were only two major uh, things which used to be the preparation for iit and uh, rookie was a separate exam that time and so i was preparing for it and of course my whole my mind was only occupied by the fact that somehow i have to get into an engineering college you know because i was good in maths and science so that was my life in my young days it was very accidental that someone came and said that you know you want to do engineering and there is a naval engineering which is available uh, which after 10 plus 2 and if you've got good percentage in your 12th uh, which i was hopeful of getting so you can apply for it and you'll be directly called for an ssb interview so you know minus the nda exam or anything like that so i just uh, accidentally applied for uh, the kind of uh, this they say 10 plus 2 technical scheme of the navy and uh, i was called for an ssb interview promptly though at that time i was also selected in uh, an engineering college i was doing my architecture in rec jaipur and i got a call and i went to the ssb center without knowing what happens in an ssb interview so i was absolutely not prepared so you know uh, my journey in the navy has been pretty good and today whatever i am i you know i completely uh, give everything i have got a huge sense of gratitude and pride in saying that the navy indian navy has made me what i am today and i have my full 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 debt and gratitude to the services and to the indian navy for having made me this man out of that young uh, nerdy studious child who is to only know study studies all the time and uh, once i entered into the navy my life completely transformed the main thing that you know i picked up in my uh, say 21 years of commission service and three and a half years or four years of training is uh, something called endurance and and you know that has helped me amazingly in my life even till today and even today it helps me because uh, apart from what i am doing in dhea uh, i don't know if uh, dr mishra is aware i am also a marathon runner and i also train people for running marathons and i also conduct events uh, i've got a uh, you know which are helping people run and achieve targets so uh, so i do all that but then that's that's kind of i'm pursuing my passion but to get to this point it is the navy which has helped me do that and how did it do it because you know from a studious boy who never knew much about running or sports or anything like that transforming me into uh, someone who could do what i was not good at doing and you know uh, so unlike these days when i am into helping youth plan very early in life in our days there was no planning i lived in a one horse town and i had no clue what is happening in the world i used to live in up in a one horse town called bareilly and i had no clue the only thing that i knew is i have to get into a professional college and uh, that's how my life will get secure so those were those 80s where you know if you get a good degree and you get a good job your life is secure so that was the uh, mindset with which we were and uh, we were survivors our parents used to tell us that you have to stand up on your own feet and that's how i entered into the navy from the navy i went into the inside the navy i went into the submarine arms so i was a chief engineer on board submarines and from there since i was academically strong i did my masters i did well in my masters from pune and then i took over as an instructor i did an instructor tenure in the submarine training establishment and then i went into design so i spent about 10 years in design in the latest technology using computer aided design and project life cycle management systems 
traveled abroad uh, many times and uh, you know did a lot of design work for the submarines of the indian navy also in the last tenure of mine i headed the uh, scorpion submarine design cell in mesgon docks uh, where also i think i put in my best to contribute to create a lot of processes and systems which will stand in good stead for a long time but having done that i realized that you know probably you know i there's a saying you know you uh, you rise up in any service till the level of your incompetence you know <laughs> so i guess i had reached to that level and i decided that you know i was i was looking i was having a calling for something which was deeper and i kept introspecting as to what is it that i want to do because i said i have got to work another 20 20 30 years and i probably do not want to continue what i'm doing in the navy and that's where i started introspecting and i i thought that i want to work with the youth and i kept you know talking to myself and i realized that i had this deep passion of inspiring youth working with them you know by the time i was uh, running a lot of marathons i was in, interacting with a lot of young people and i i was really enjoying that feeling of being with the youth you know and i was trying to it was like a feeling that i need to do something and the only idea that came to my mind was get into the education system and uh, you know start teaching people so that was a natural thought that came so when i left the navy in 2014 i did try a stint in going to some engineering colleges and i took some classes i took some lectures and i taught them and i was damn good at mathematics so that was my favorite subject too so typically engineering mathematics is what i used to teach and when this teaching stint of mine i realized uh, how uh, dreadful you know the education system is uh, though i have also been part of the same education system and i did very well you know even now i uh, you know i'm quite good at uh, these subjects and i did score very high in my academics wherever i went but uh, i realized that whatever i had studied and whatever i was damn good at you know application wise uh, unfortunately in my entire 20 years of uh, my naval life i hardly used that in fact the application was what i learned on the field in my ship or my submarine and that is what has held me in good stead all all my and the training that was given was absolutely amazing which which helped me to be what i am today to build your mental strength to build your physical strength to understand you know how to face challenges how to take up challenges without batting an eyelid so those were those values and skills that i picked up in my entire naval tenure of course the academics part was always there and i did very well in it but somewhere i started questioning as to what is the connectivity of this academic to the work that i am doing which is where when i was teaching i used to question i used to ask i used to speak to the children and i realized that 80% of the children sitting in the class were not interested in becoming engineers they were only pursuing a degree to get a degree and a certificate because their parents wanted them to be engineers so it was only the 15 to 20% whom i was actually teaching and i was trying to make it interesting by you know making them understand the application of the subject that i was teaching them even mathematics i was trying to apply it i was trying to teach them how to apply it. but my this thing was that i did not want to be a mundane uh, academic curriculum teacher for the rest of my life and that is where i wanted to do something more inspirational and more you know deeper but i wanted to impact youth and that's how i came across deya and uh, i was i became a mentor i took a training for mentoring i became a mentor and last 7 uh, years i have been uh, kind of enjoying what i am doing so i have interacted a lot with i have trained a lot of mentors i have got trained in psychometrics myself i learned the techniques and the methods of how to actually mentor youth and parents how to work with parents it was a completely new field from mechanical engineering and design moving on to something like this is completely uh, different and it took me some time to even understand uh, how to do it and what what is to be done it took approximately 6 months to a year to even culturally shift myself from a disciplined uniform environment of the services 
to an entrepreneurial journey where I have joined a small organization where we are actually dealing with parents and you that trying to talk a very different language of understanding yourself and also that was a very uh, you know beautiful journey where complete uh, unlearning and relearning happened for me especially for an academic like me who has been always into academics and doing very well in academics so i had to literally unlearn whatever i had learned in my younger days and relearn say new methods new techniques and of course i had this strong belief uh, of you know uh, helping youth to aspire to be someone else because i used to always feel when i talk to youth you know every youth tells me i want money but you know uh, money and fame is something that everybody wants but when it comes to what you want to do you know there was always you'll always draw a blank they always say i'll get a good job i'll just join some company but there was no dream there is no hopes so i used to feel why is it like that why are children not thinking big why are they not able to you know articulate themselves and say i want to create something i want to do something unfortunately i could not find hardly 1.1% of the people were there who could even talk this kind of language 99% people are only looking they want to make fast money they want to make nowadays today's generation and they are not clear about what they want to do in life so i said there has to be a method to correct this thought process there has to be a method to build the right kind of thought process in this youth and build this next generation properly and that's what uh, you know drew me to dhaya because dhaya was working on that concept which is very different and unique from any other system because nine, every system that i pursued there in education was only about teaching children what is already there in the curriculum and i wanted to go beyond that so this eight years has been phenomenal and uh, it's continuing and i'm enjoying this journey so that's a little bit about me uh, of course i'm settled down in pune now and uh, i have got two sons and uh, it is good fantastic great great uh, great journey sir and uh, and it's uh, it's a it's a pleasure for people like us to get associated with you uh, through the dhaya career mentor program i'm grateful to the way uh, the concepts what dhaya uh, has been able to impart on and and of course the journey continues so now moving on uh, to the main topic of these uh, of today's uh, discussion you know you mentioned about a uh, lot of young people uh, not really clear about what to do in life and they are all attracted towards making quick money and uh, unfortunately that is something which we see many many times very often our society our life today one of the reasons for that could be that uh, we are bombarded with so much of uh, information through digital media this digital media information bombarding is not spared anybody i mean it is uh, it is not that it is limited to only to 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 adults and parents it has actually reached to the youngest of the children as well uh, nowadays you see small newborn babies also playing with the mobile phone so that's that's the situation and uh, in the process what is happening is also is that uh, the young children uh, especially who are in that for let's say studying between 8th standard to till about 12th standard which is basically the years which should be the formative years with respect to what they need to do in life uh, they are getting so much of uh, digital information a lot of it may not be really the the read right information as well and getting diverted into different different directions and uh, that's a reality and i think we need to find a way uh, to re- really navigate through this 
organizations like dhea of course uh, have a big role to play in this uh, in terms of bringing the sanity i would say uh, and 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 really give a purpose of life to the young children apart from the education system so would you like to explain little more about this how to go about this absolutely as it's a favorite topic and uh, i would love to talk about this uh, so typically i would say you know there are three stakeholders in this whole thing and if i look at the three stakeholders it is a is the child b is the parents and c is the education system now coming to the first point that you said that a baby also holds a mobile phone i think there's nothing wrong with holding a mobile phone and there's nothing wrong with a gadget or an electronic system or the social media you know it's we are unnecessarily blaming the system for something which it is not uh, i mean the digital system or the technology is something that is going to be there and it is better that kids get used to it so there's nothing wrong with that that's the first thing that i would like to say but having said that what happens as you rightly brought out coming 8th standard to 12th standard now we have to understand it in a very different context when we look at an 8th standard kid an 8th standard is typically getting into the teenage space so you have to look at it from the psychological perspective also so what happens is unfortunately when the child enters into school right from the age of 5 and starts growing up in a school environment this education system that we have been following for the last 100 years unfortunately is a standardized system of education when i say standardized you know irrespective of how the child is you know there are some children who are i mean every child is different but irrespective of who the child is there is a common pattern of education for everybody which is a very big flaw in the whole education system we have never questioned it we have just accepted it all this while and we believe that this education system has been designed well well it is not and this is something that uh, you know we uh, as in dhea have been uh, propagating it to a lot of people saying that you know this is not correct to have a uniform education system for everybody the education system requires some kind of a personalization it is this standardized approach is wrong why i'll tell you because what happens is look at a kid a kid at home is fully excited and likes to do anything that they like to do they do it with full energy and you know they get appreciated and they do it more so the moment you appreciate a kid for something the kid you will find starts repeating it again and you know that's the nat- natural psychology of anyone you get appreciation you do more of it now in school in education system what happens is this appreciation is for a thing called marks so what happens is every kid starts becoming competitive for marks because marks gets appreciation now because of this psychology of running behind marks becomes a part of the life of a, a growing up child in an education system so what happens is somewhere down the line an artist is lost a sportsman is lost a designer is lost uh, you know their inner talent their inner whatever they are very good at they lose that because the only thing that they know is i'll get appreciated if i get marks so imagine a kid who is damn good at sports and he is very restless cannot sit in the class but is very good at sports poor chap cannot score those marks so he gets ostracized and he starts feeling bad about himself or herself now this is the problem that happens now that means there is a big in my terminology i call it there is something called an inner voice in every child and there is something called an external noise of the education system and this external noise starts playing havoc with every child so by the time the child reaches 8th 9th standard this havoc of noise becomes so large because the competitive world suddenly bears down on their mind with full force they have to clear the board exam they have to worry about the admission in the schools they have to worry about admission so every parent gets worried and they put more pressure so this poor child is overburdened with so much of external noise 
that they completely forget that there is something called an individual person within them who has got full talents and potential to do anything they want to do. They forget that. And this, this is a very dangerous thing that happens. The second thing that happens is because of this teenage, you know, the environmental or social learning has started at this age. Now they are, they are very, they are attracted and they are getting inputs from the entire world. So what happens is with this information overload that you mentioned, because they are on the technology, they are watching it, they get completely confused with all the information that is coming to them. So they get attracted to anything and everything. So every day their interests change, every day they talk about some new stuff. So you, the school takes them to an FTII, this thing, next day everybody wants to be a film director. The school takes them to a you know court, everybody wants to become a lawyer or a judge. So their interests keep varying by based on the inputs that they are getting. Again, it is an external noise and not the inner voice. So nobody, they have even forgotten that there is something called an inner voice. I have something that I want to do. I have something that I love to do. Because by the time you reach, even when I was in my ninth standard, I still remember, you know, I used to play kitty very well. And I, I have gone to state to represent uh, my school. But then moment I came to 10th, it was a strict taboo for me to play kitty. There you have to prepare for IIT. So keep your kitty aside. And to date, I have not played TT to a competitive level after that. That means right from 8th, 9th standard onwards, people start keeping their passions aside, their interests aside, and they only focus on that one thing called marks because everybody believes that that is the only route to success in life. Now, that's a big flaw in this whole system. So that's number one. So my point is not about the system. The system can do what it has to do. Education is required. Everybody has to do it. But the point that an individuality of a kid is getting lost in this maze of noise is a worry and a concern for us. And that is where we need to bring a change. We need to understand that every child needs to keep their inner voice intact. They need to feel strongly about their own potential, their own strength, irrespective of what marks they get. So we have enough cases. If you ask yourself or if you ask myself, I have got, we all have a school group today and we are all part of a lot of these school reunions keep happening. If you look at your own classmates and you see the children who are only 40% scorers in the class in the backbenchers and you look at where they are today, I think the question is well answered. So you know the kind of worry that parents have that you know marks nahi aara hai, bache ko marks nahi aara hai, it's not worth it because there is an inner potential, there is a talent in every child, and the system or no system, the child's inner potential can do wonders. So that's the first part of it which we need to focus on. So as far as the question of a child getting uh, uh, riddled with the entire world of noise about information overload and all that, I think that's my answer to that question that the inner voice is much, much more important than this external noise. Fantastic. Uh, so what we can do, of course, uh, as you rightly mentioned, the we cannot change the education system right now. Obviously, we have to go with the flow till the time, probably the new education policy when it comes, when it gets implemented, I guess to, to, to some extent it will get addressed, uh, but okay. probably may not be completely addressed. So any any young children, I think uh, our video will get circulated on the social media. So people of every age, uh, whether it is children or parents or others, they will be able to see this. And uh, we are not trying to say that education is not important. I mean, the education system, what it is today, probably one has to go through that. But what is most important, which I think Mr. Navin Vadrinayan is trying to emphasize on, is that you should not lose your inner voice in the process. That is something which you have to retain and sustain and work upon. To, 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 to make it really shine, I think you have to also work upon it. I think uh, in today's world, as skills become important rather than the roles, 
it is even more important to work on a skill which inherently you have and 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 hence so along with the regular education which we cannot change as i mentioned right now uh, so go with the education whatever is the minimum education which is required but at the same time work on developing your skill which is that is going to help you sign in your career in your uh, uh, in in your entrepreneurship i don't know many of you probably will actually become entrepreneur rather than you know uh, being into jobs so so that's uh, something which is uh, uh, very important to focus on as you mentioned uh, in your uh, point uh, there are three key stakeholders obviously the second most key stakeholder is the parents today i think the parents have to understand and break the mindset of what they have gone through for example you and i probably have gone through a similar kind of phase in our life uh, because at that point of time what was relevant i think our parents wanted us to go through that but the parents have to really shed that past inhibitions and past templates and be aware of the future templates and and what would be your advice to parents on this uh, again a very interesting and uh, favorite topic of mine uh, i keep talking to a lot of parents and uh, my suggestion is that you know when we look at this entire future of work and i see a lot of parents when we deal with our mentoring sessions and we do with parents we find that there is this uh, innate uh, old mindset which even i had you know very frankly even i had this mindset that you know you have to be studied from a good college and you have to get a good degree so my this thing is you know and even coming to the child part i always break it down into three parts you know uh, while the education system has to be followed there's no doubt about it we have to you know do our graduation we have to do our post graduation if required and we have to you know get our uh, degrees into place because that's a social norm so that's absolutely right but coming to how much importance are you going to give it will depend on the type of person you are so every child is different so i divide child broadly into three categories there are knowledge based children obviously these knowledge based children are the iitians the scientists the so called uh, medical specialists and so called uh, you know the researchers and all that analysts data analysts financial analysts the chartered accountants all these come in the knowledge category and our education system is well tuned to them it's a fantastic system for them so for all the people who are pursuing knowledge as their life the education system is perfect because our indian education system has been designed for the knowledge goers so anybody who is into the knowledge world of work and wants to be a researcher wants to be a scientist wants to be an analyst wants to be a chartered accountant i think our education system is fantastic for them fantastic. now comes the main topic of the people who are not into knowledge there are there are artists there are designers there are sportsmen there are physical people now these kids are special these kids have got special talents unfortunately the present education system does not have an option for them other than few schools like you know the ib schools and some liberal schools which have opened up recently which are giving a lot of options to these kind of talent in the school but they are extremely expensive and they are not available for the masses so these children Sorry. are faced with a predicament what do they do now they have to follow the norm of the knowledge guys only but they are not meant for the knowledge world so for them my advice is that you do your schooling but don't give too much of importance to it because today what is happening is the government has also realized the board exams relevance has come down in the present year we have started off with a common entrance test with an aptitude test and all that so their entrance into colleges is not going to be done with board marks it is going to be done with a common entrance test which is completely different from what has been taught in school 
so therefore what happens is if you are a sports kid for example you need to hone your sports skills you need to build a portfolio so anybody who is skill based and as you rightly said the future is about skills so the parents need to understand that if your child is a skill based child very very good in art very good in writing very good in uh, drawing very good in uh, sports or very good in any kind of activity like that which is skill based then that skill has to be honed for the future the researchers will anyway develop skills in research but you know apart from their education but their knowledge field is catered for for them but for this other skill based guys there is there is no proper formal system in the education as on today or very few uh, opportunities are there so if you are not part of that lucky few who are in that opportunistic schools which are there then you will have to work parallelly to develop those skills of your child to ensure that your child a is very happy doing because if a child is very good in drawing obviously they love drawing so don't take drawing away from them because the school in 11th and 12th may not have a drawing facility or a subject at all you cannot tell your child to don't do drawing so you will have to prepare the child for a aptitude for drawing so that later on he can get into the design field and to get into a field of design you need to have good drawing skills so that drawing skill has to be honed so i'm just giving an example so similarly for all the skill based people you need to start developing those skills with a clear idea of what you want to do in the future that's my advice to the parents the second thing what happens is when we were young you know as as you rightly brought out we did not know about these opportunities there was only this you know become an engineer become a doctor become a chartered accountant become a lawyer or if you are completely not good in academic then take up arts and take up a job so that was all we were knowing when we grew up today the opportunities are galore in the world of work and there are huge amount of opportunities available and it is very important for us as parents to allow our children to explore those opportunities now the problem is that every child and every parent wants the child to be happy of course be rich secondly that they have to make lot of value for themselves so that's no there's no two ways about it so every child has a dream of being a very rich person and a very famous person so nothing wrong in that it should be like that because that's how the country can become prosperous but at the same time you know there is one aspect that i would like to bring out and i was just watching a video of jerd lenard and i'd like to bring this point out here right now so jerd lenard by the way for the audience uh, is a futurist and he's got a very interesting uh, website and a youtube channel and i recommend all the parents to watch this channel it's spelled g e r d jerd leonard l e o h n a r d i will so share that on the show note also yeah please uh, share it so the parents can watch this video and he talks about the future of work and he's a very good ted speaker and a very famous person who talks about the future of work and what he has brought out is the next 10 years the amount of change that is going to happen is going to be much more than what has happened in the last 100 years and the second point that he makes is the last 100 years what we have focused on like economic growth gdp growth profits it's a capitalism had taken over this entire world so he says that if this continues it is catastrophic for the next 10 years so this is this particular mechanism of capitalism is unfit for the next 10 years as per him and i think i tend to agree with him because what he said is that you know if you look at the kind of scenario that is happening today you look everywhere there is you know thought question the war happening between ukraine and russia you know there is terrorism happening there is fights polar polarization has happened in our society to a large extent wherever we look at it and then what happens is uh, uh because of this polarization you know there is a kind of disharmony that has got created and the more the wealth gets created the more the inequity is getting created so there is a lot of problems that are starting because of that and therefore he says that the future is about you know it's about people it's about peace it's about collaboration it's about purpose and prosperity 
so you know prosperity is there but it is with a purpose so i am focusing on this word called purpose now unfortunately our schooling system tells us that we should get marks for ourselves so everybody is becoming selfish as they go by and everybody wants good marks because i will get admission i will get a good job i will live a good life the point is that any work or any business exists in the world because there is a need there is some contribution to the world now this concept of contribution and purpose has to be introduced early in life if not by the school by the parents so my request to the parents is that you know every child must be seeded with a thought that you are not just doing work for yourself you are doing work for the world you are contributing and when you contribute you get value for it it's always a barter system so if i contribute something to the world i always get a value back and that is how wealth gets created so wealth creation is not about just going and doing a job and getting a fat salary wealth creation is about creating value by adding contribution to the world where you feel there is a need and using your talents to do that so any talent can be shifted towards a possibility in the world of work where they can contribute generate value and earn wealth and thereby becoming rich and famous if this concept is initiated in the early ages in the teenage automatically as the child grows up you will find that they are channelized their energies are channelized they start walking in the direction with a lot of energy and purpose and they live beautiful lives which are happy and prosperous and become famous also so excellence automatically comes so if you are happy at work you will do well so that's my request to the parents that identify your child if he is not a knowledge kind don't worry there is enough and more opportunities for the skill guys and the skill is the future like you brought rightly brought out so if there is going to be a skill demand and this skill is being honed apart from school it is going to you know pay them in long term very much and then there's a third category you know there are these personality based children you know you find a ceo of an organization who is aggressive and who is just shouting and gets the numbers somehow entrepreneurship's chaotic environment is being managed by them now these guys are personality based and they are ostracized in our school environment because they become the backbenchers they are called the gundas you know but these gundas are the future entrepreneurs identify them channelize their energy now if we keep them as as call them gundas or keep them in the backbench they are going their energies are channeled in the negative direction if we utilize their energy and channelize it in the positive direction and give them dreams of becoming great business owners giving great sales specialists marketing specialists these guys will create a lot of wealth for the nation so we can identify them then there are people who are good actors they are very good at talking they are very good at communicating so if you are able to identify this talent at the right age at the age of 13 14 15 and we are able to channelize their energy in the right direction you will have you know a huge potential people coming up in the environment the economy and creating a lot of value for the world as well as for the country that's my suggestion to the parents fantastic sir i mean uh, each of the points which you mentioned are so relevant actually and uh, i re- i sincerely wish that uh, this this uh, video of ours or the podcast actually reach out most of the parents and and uh, and also the young children who can listen to this and really learn and take at least few of these ideas which can help them in their future uh, sir uh, on the uh, i know their career mentor uh, focuses on the students mentoring and also the professionals uh, on a large scale do you also see as an opportunity with respect to you know creating some kind of platform where there is a constant engagement created for parents um, i think uh, that is something which 
I know in a in I think the in the career their career lab uh, a part of it is the parent engagement which is created, but I think there is a need for much larger engagement for parents uh, as a platform. I think uh, that is something which I, I I thought I should bring it out. What what is your thought on that? Absolutely right, and you're hundred percent on that. And we are on the verge of launching a complete uh, parent uh, education program. Fantastic. which is uh, you know we are going to run parent awareness courses uh, on career literacy and on career awareness and we are going to be uh, having a lot of uh, you know uh, self paced as well as hybrid programs on our learning management system which is going to be available for parents with we are going to talk about a lot of you know nuances of understanding children a and b understanding how to connect the children to the world of work using a lot of research and authentic information because as you rightly brought out the information overload in the media and in the systems most of it is marketing most of it is uh, not to be taken too seriously but then it's very attractive so children get attracted to it what is important is the realistic uh, you know feature of any work life needs to be brought out and put in front because not many parents are aware especially when we talk about careers in media we talk about careers in the uh, say space of uh, say design or you know there are so many careers available today so not many parents are even aware about the scope of those careers and you know it's important for you know the realistic view and through people who have been there and done that so that's where their career mentors has got this community of mentors like you and me and who have been there in the industry or done work they are going to come and speak about the real life and give reality situations to the children make them you know interact and actively and, and also to the parents make them understand what is this uh, career all about what is the future in the next 20 years when you span out into this career what's going to happen because these children are going to grow and work after 10 years 10 years later the world would have completely changed Absolutely. so understanding from the perspective of a certain proactive approach saying the 10 years down the line 15 years down the line how the market is going to evolve what is the technology takeover that is going to happen how you are to prepare your child to ensure that they are ready for that kind of a change in the future is something that we intend covering in this entire program and i think that's a very apt and very valid uh, point that you have articulated that parents today are you know in the need to understand this very well so that they can take the right decisions so i think uh, uh, it it was really great uh, to really talk to you and 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 uh, you could actually bring so much of insight about uh, what what is needed to be done with respect to the career planning for young children and how important it is for the parents and uh, education system to really contribute for that as uh, as career mentors i mean they are career mentor and professionals like us i think we also have a very important role in terms of contributing back to the society so uh, in a, in a way it is great to really help our young children to 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 look for a brighter future and uh, we will continue to do work in that direction and it's uh, uh, dhaya is doing a fantastic job and uh, as you mentioned you're bringing out the platform for the parents i think that's also going to be a great uh, solution provider uh, for the society i think that's what uh, with those positive thoughts i would like to say thank you once again to you for joining us for this uh, discussion and uh, we will definitely like to uh, bring you on different topics in future uh, on this channel to to really help our young generation grow in future thank you so much 
Thank you so much, sir. It was a real pleasure and real honor to be on this podcast. Thank you so much. Really Thank you, sir. Hope you enjoyed this episode. We sincerely wish you could take something from our conversation today and be able to apply it to your life in a positive way. We value your feedback. This can help us improve our future episodes. So share your thoughts to serve you better. If you want us to focus on a topic which you think is of importance, let us know. We will share our expertise in future episodes. So, see you soon with a new topic and help you in your career journey.